0: Welcome once again to the Howl On to Beat Podcast. I am Rick, joined as always by Alex hey. and paula And boy, what a week we've got for you today. So, um, <laughs> uh, we've got what we've beaten, including one game that we all beat together. Mm. <laughs> uh, we're gonna skip the retirements because we have none. We're gonna talk about what we're playing at the moment, and there's lots going on there. Uh, and then we're gonna tie in to the topic, which is tie-in games, and uh after that, we're probably going to go on to a game that we all like to play called How Long like to Be the, the game. game.
1: I just never know anymore. <laughs> you just
2: said the trust <laughs> is
0: eroded. The trust is
2: disappeared. There's why no trust anymore.
0: If there ever was to begin with. Why, why, <laughs> Do don't don't we, why don't we kick off with what we all played? And if you've been keeping an eye yeah. on the channel, by which I mean the YouTube channel, if you're an audio listener. um, We recently, uh, the three of us and Paola's boyfriend, Felipe, played through TMNT, Shredder's Revenge, yeah. uh, the recently released Beat'em Up, because um, it's on Game Pass, and we all have Game Pass at the moment, and you can play it multiplayer on Game Pass, and it supports up to six people, which I can't imagine because four of us was fucking nuts.
1: At least with six, though, I feel That's like, sh- like you know... um. Uh oh no. What's the name of their master? Uh, sh- uh Splinter. A Splinter. I know I was going to say Shredder. I was like hey, it is Shredder. He's the bad guy. Yeah. Splinter and April and I guess Jason if you do at least would look distinct. Casey Jones, yeah. Yeah, Casey Jones. Yeah. Would look distinct. Yeah, we
0: played as the we, <laughs> we played as the four turtles and I think <laughs> the first three levels and sporadically through the rest of the game we're all like hang on which, which green blob am I? I know, right? And we just on a whim yeah. so
1: obviously listeners will know on a whim we recorded it which I had, did not really mess too much around with settings, but Tiamat has shown me the way, <laughs> has given me a way to record. So you can expect a few more recordings from us. On a schedule? No. It'll be very random, <laughs> but you know, once in a while, we'll just drop a playthrough of a game that we've done. And <laughs> uh, hey, for if
0: Samington, something seeing, let us know. Yeah, true. And if you want to play but... a game
1: with us, also let us know, because we'll happily play
0: with people from the community be a nice way to do some guest stuff (laughs) worst we can say is no maybe we say yes Mm -hmm.
2: for some reason i feel like we're gonna play like a lot of games like back to back to back and then it's gonna go like radio silence for a while and then (laughs) games again back to back to back
0: well we're we're coming up to the summer right so we're all a little bit freer for one reason or another yeah i think that's a big thing right i also feel like since
1: we have game pass too like likely if games drop there that are you know multiplayer this is a nice way of doing it you know (laughs)
0: Mm-hmm. That andor big Steam sales hint hint hint. Exactly, it's
1: very funny. Like, I know this is dumb. Like, I'm like, I just play games for fun. But there is something nice about being like, like in my brain at least, I'm just like, oh, I'm doing it for the podcast, you know.
0: Hundred percent. Like,
1: I like I, it's like I give yeah. myself a break.
0: <laughs> but I feel like the beat'em it was the perfect way to start because it was just kind of dumb fun. Um, yeah, wasn't really an ex- expectation of ability. The game is not well balanced but like in the sense that it felt overly easy. Yeah. For the most part. But I think that's a good thing because you, you're not playing for like Dark Souls esque test of your metal. No. You're playing to run through a load of colourful levels and beat up some bad guys and have a good time. And I feel like that's what we did. Yeah.
2: yeah. I also feel like partially it's because we were like four players on the map and I don't think the game balances like the amount of players to will.
1: No, I don't think it does. I mean I, I think um Like, I was thinking more about it. Like, I'm sure if you bump the difficulty up, it's probably more like, I feel like that's kind of maybe where they're doing the balancing. Because again, since you just pick that one difficulty level, it did kind of feel to me like, as we were playing it, I was like, this sort of feels kind of as easy as it probably is to play this game just on your own at this level. Um, Although maybe Mm -hmm. even a difficulty level down, even in some ways, because on my own, I remember playing through the first level and... It was just slower, and I definitely, I didn't, like, I guess I never lost a life, but I definitely got pretty close, you know? Like, I was like, Holy oh, crap. <laughs> um, mm. Yeah, it's, to me, it really is the epitome, that, like you said, of dumb fun, where, like, I don't know. <sighs> Obviously, you can get pretty good at a game. Like, uh, I've seen people who play this game, and they're just incredible at them, right? Like, there are some people with brawlers that can just, like, chain combos, like, mad, right? And they can just, like hit everything perfectly but i think what i like about this game is that if you're not that player it's just fun you know um because i've played beat-em-ups that are inf- inf- infuriating like streets of rage 4 gets a little infuriating at points um it- it's it's fun but it
0: definitely hits areas where you're like oh my god <laughs> and, and i just- wonder if tmnts is a response to that because it's the same dev right like dot mm. made that one as well I think it might be.
1: It, it seems to me like it's like, hey, do you want a more of a challenge? Street of 4. Street of 4 would be a good game to play together. That's a fun one. Um, but uh, it does. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that is what it is. All I know is .EMU is very good at these beat-em-ups
0: now. <laughs> I have to say, though, one minor criticism when I was thinking about it is as you two were talking. I, um, I would have liked a better explanation of the point system front-loaded, not only in terms of what mm. it does, because we had to actively go out and find that. Um, but also like, Mm -hmm. what exactly earns you points. I think if you get the last hit on an enemy as they die, you get the point, but I was never entirely sure. And as good as the drop-in, drop-out co-op was, uh, you'll see what we mean um, if you go and watch the playthrough. (laughs) I, I don't know that it was skewed properly that you could earn enough points, all four of you, in any given run to unlock all of the things, which kind of seems silly. Like, you and I, Alex, got the closest, but I think we only just about got three quarters of the way through the point progression to yep. unlock all of the things. And I'm not sure that unless, and we didn't test this, it's worth saying, unless the idea is that you play it multiple times with the same character, and so you have all those moves from the off. Even then, I would like an explanation of that, ideally. I feel like as, as the player in a game like this, you shouldn't have to go and, and dig to work that out
1: yeah i I mean i'm almost certain that's what it is because i also think there's then maybe the expectation that you will go into arcade mode and you'll play it that way because arcade mode's like a little more um the traditional styling where it's just like level after level after level right instead of that fun like you know go on the little map and replay things and find collectibles you know it's just like a straight shot through um so yeah, mm. I don't know, but you're right. I I I do feel like part of it is so that they get you to come back
0: and keep playing as the character. Maybe. Yeah. And speaking of coming back, Streets of Race Four is on Game Pass. I've just checked. So yeah, that's where I played it. Actually, it's an option. Yeah.
1: There we go. We could just we'll go through all the brawlers. Honestly, it might make me like brawlers because <laughs> really, I uh, playing this one with with all of you made me realize like these games should never be played alone. They're just not fun alone. No.
0: <laughs> we should rerun the playthrough thing. It should be how long to beat them up.
1: How long to beat them up. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. How long to beat them up. I like that. <laughs> um, yeah. Right.
2: I was going to say that one of the things that I kind of like from it being like on the easier side is that I was able to play on a keyboard without destroying either my fingers or the keyboard itself, so that is a plus. What I did not appreciate is that um, I had a hard time, like trying to to navigate the the, the menu and trying to find like where the controls were.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: and there were a lot of controls. Like I wasn't expecting it.
0: Uh, mm. I think, yeah, there's like six inputs, but there's a lot of moves. I also think yep. part of that
1: too, though, is that you popped in before ever getting a chance to look at the little tutorial that the game gives, <laughs> which I think
2: oh, in hindsight, yeah,
1: in hindsight, that was, we probably should have just let you like explore the how to play first before <laughs> jumping into the game on keyboard. But hey, that's a, that's what happens, right? Um, that show business. Yeah, there you go. <laughs>
2: Uh, at the very least, like, if anyone wants to jump in with a group or something, check the tutorials first, otherwise you're going to have a very fun time trying to discover how to taunt.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh my god, I know, because the taunt was like the most important part of it. It was just like, how do we... It's broken. I'm pretty sure like 40% of my time was spent taunting to build up my meter.
1: Yeah, it's, I think it's interesting that you can taunt without enemies on screen. I sort of thought the taunt was like uh, when there's enemies around taunt, but... I also appreciate that it's not, because it's very fun to just build up your power and have those, like, specials going, you know? Like, um, I like that they just give you the freedom to do that. Um, yeah, so anyway, we recommend it. It was really fun. And it's on Game Pass, mm. so it's just basically free. <laughs> yeah. Um, Pala, do you want to tell us what you've been playing? Or what you beat, I should say?
2: Well, of course. I finished uh, Fireman Fates Revelations. Thanks. And I don't think... I even got to play... No, oh, I did get to play this, like, like last week and talk about it on the, on, on the podcast. So there isn't, like, anything new over that besides it is Fire Emblem. It is not the best Fire Emblem, but it is serviceable Fire Emblem. Also, um, I had to do the final battle, like, twice. Be, the And the only reason I had to it was because I forgot that there were, like... uh. There was like, uh, this is not even my final form moment. Form moment. Twice. It was like, right, I forgot about that. Which I call bullshit because most of the bosses on Fire Emblem, like the final bosses on Fire Emblem, feel like very satisfying to beat. But this one was just like uh, a sponge, a damage sponge. So I pretty much had to somehow... Out uh, damage it um, for many many turns. Like yeah, it, it was stupid. But besides that, I still feel like it is a good game. I wouldn't recommend it over Tesei Conquest. But if you like the uh, Fire Emblem Fate saga, like Conquest and Rite, and if you want more Fire Emblem Fates there's Revelations. Just don't expect, like, any, like, big story out of it. Besides, like, if, if you're already playing Fates, you know what to expect, I guess.
1: <laughs> I, I, I'm i an apologist for these games, but you're very right.
2: Uh <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, I think that's it for Fire Emblem Fates. I'm probably I don't know which Fire Emblem I'm going to play next. Um, I do have a couple of Fire Emblem on the run, so... On, <laughs> So maybe I'm going to play one one of those or I'm going to play something completely different because that's how we do things here. Okay. And the other game that I finished is Picruous Sega Master System Edition. I pretty much speed at this. Like, I think I it took me like half the time to to finish all, all the puzzles and what is listed on how long to yeah. so, Uh So, yeah. I was I guess like the, the normal picross is fun. Um, me, um megapicros, macros or whatever the name is at this point. Um is not fun.
1: I hate
2: And color pictures is interesting. And clip picross is I like just unveiling the big picture. I think I like clip picross more than the other kind of like Build the big picture pictures mainly because of the variety of the canvases that you get. Instead of always having like a 5x5 five, five five or 10x10 10 10 or 15x15, 15 15, you have like different size canvases. So that's, that helps check things up and keep it like speedy, which is like the point of clip pictures. So yeah, um, who wants to jump in?
0: I'll go. I've only got a couple. Uh, both Android games. One I was playing last week, and that's ELO. Hold Backwards. Cannot fault it. it. Great little game. Start to finish. Consistently good. Lots of fresh ideas sort of scattered throughout it. Um, can't go wrong for a couple of pounds on mobile. The other one was a little bit of a, an impulse purchase, and one I'm very, very happy with. This is a roguelike game called Gun Rounds. It uh, feels very, very down well in the sense that it's a monochromatic palette. Um, quite a, a sort of short loop. This one's different in that it's a turn-based, almost RPGs action game. So the the conceit is you take it in turns to fire shots back and forth at the opponent. It's all controlled with one with one sort of touch. Hmm. So you pick from one of four weapons, and they're constantly sort of rolling through in a roguelike like like format. Um, you pull back to aim, release to fire. Um, And your opponents then all get a shot at you. You have like a little rotating shape around you. Um, When you tap, that shield activates. If the bullet's inside the shield, um, it gets converted into ammunition for your weapon. If it hits you before you activate the shield, you take damage. You don't get any ammunition. Um, And it's this really cool loop of like how much ammunition does each weapon use? Um, do I just stick with the low ammo ones and make sure that I keep topped up? Do I risk a big shot that potentially leaves me without a shot the next time? Um, so, so good. Um, I played for about an hour, um, which encapsulated sort of four or five runs before I got a winning run. Um, just really, really well pitched again, only a couple of pounds, um, really easy to sort of jump in and out of for a couple of minutes, very clean, very well put together an excellent little mobile game. Um, I've loved it the past couple of months. I feel like I've had a little bit of a, um, a rediscovery of my love for good mobile games that you just pay yeah. for and you get. Um, and Gun Rounds is right up there with them. Criminally under, underappreciated, I think. It looks like it's only got a few thousand downloads on Android at least. I'm not sure if it's on iOS. but It's I, really pretty looking. Want, I like the art style. I, it plays just as good as it looks. I cannot recommend it highly enough. A fun little mobile thing i suppose particularly for you as well Alex. if you're gonna be traveling in a little bit you've got a phone that's more than capable of running it so yeah, yeah And what's listening that wants a mobile game i think of the two gun rounds is the better game they are both excellent nice and that's me
1: cool well i've i've played a lot this week i went well a lot of really short games because <laughs> i went on a bit of a uh pc kick but before i did that i finished up yakuza kiwami 2 um i just blasted mm-hmm. through this game so like you know, I did the same thing that I did with the Kiwami. It was on easy, just blasted the story, basically ignored all of the open world stuff. Um, really good, st- like this one has a really coherent story to it. Um, which, again, I do kind of think is because I blasted through it. Like I find when I blast through these games, I'm like oh yeah, the story makes so much sense. I remembered everybody. And it's like, right, that's because I didn't spend four hours doing karaoke and playing baseball in between story missions, <laughs> you know? That was it. Right? Um, and I also think that the sub-stories in the yucks, in like, the sub-stories are always a little hit or miss. I think Lost Judgment has perfected the way that you do sub-stories. And I, I would say also Like a Dragon, I think, who did a really good job with it too. Um, but I kind of just ignored them because while they're quirky and fun, they don't really offer a lot gameplay-wise. So I'm like, uh, eh, kind of just avoided them. Now, you unlock, uh, this thing called the Majima saga, which is three chapters. And honestly, I blasted through it in less than an hour, but that is so worth playing. It is honestly a bit of a sequel to Majima's story in Yakuza 0. And it actually, um, it, it really ties up loose ends from the end of Yakuza 0 in really satisfying ways. And I really, really enjoyed that. It was like, and Majima's fighting style is really fun. and. Um, Honestly, I was kind of like, I think that's actually my favorite part of Yakuza Kwame 2 was just that short Majima saga that was basically like Yakuza 0 DLC that I like didn't know existed. Even my partner who had like watched it with me came in and was like, hey, wait, is this? I was like, yeah. And she was like, oh, I like got invested in that little saga part. I was like, there you go. Because um, we played 0 together basically. And um, she just loved that. I still think 0 is the best game with Kiryu in it. Um it's so good. It's so fucking good. Um, And the more I'm playing through the Yakuza games, the more I'm realizing, like, yeah, the new games, I think, really are the best ones you should get into. I'm still loving going into them because I, I think they're kind of funny and-, and-, and just enjoyable. But I will say that, like, I think Kiwami, Kiwami 2, and I haven't obviously touched 3, 4, 5, or 6 yet, but I have a feeling those games are a little more niche. Like, I think you got to really love the series to play those ones, unless you played them when they came out, obviously. But like, if you're just interested in touching into the world, I really, really, really do think that Zero, Like a Dragon, Judgment and Lost Judgment are some of the best games just ever made, frankly. Um, And like, are just entirely worth playing. And then, you know, tickle your fancy with the other with the rest of the series. You know what I mean? It's like... You can decide for yourself if you love them or not, but at least zero, like, just, you gotta play zero. It's so good. (laughs) Um, So yeah, that's Yakuza Kiwami 2. I'm looking forward to playing. I wanted to beat it because I know that I'm going to be away for a while and I'll be on my PC. And I thought like, well, now I'll have the option to play three, four, five, or six if I want, right? Um, But Kiwami 2 was stuck on my Xbox. So I was like, I gotta get this one beat. uh, Just so I can free myself up a little. Um... (laughs) Then I finished The Room 2 on Android. God, so wonderful. I'm sort of sad that I didn't play these room games before we did our puzzle game, like New Game Plus, because I could... The VR one good. is probably the best puzzle game I've played. Period. Like, it's so good. <laughs> um, it's just very well done. Um, and The Room 2 is excellent as well. Though, I will admit, when you play them, you kind of forget them a little bit almost immediately because they are all kind of similar but they're very well done right like they give you that real wonderful sense of like oh i got it ooh, ooh, this ooh, that um i then moved on to the room three and i got this on a pc because it was in the steam sales and it's just a much cheaper than it is on android with the sales and so i thought well why not and you know i Curious to see if they're meant for PC or if they're meant for Android because they play a lot better on Android than they play on PC. And like, think the
0: mobile first. To be honest. Oh really? Yeah. Like I'm they're
1: they're fun on PC. Don't get me wrong. Like I enjoyed it on PC, but sometimes things would just ugh. like I'd have to like you know click a thing down and I'd like pull it and then it was like oh it looks like your mouse just kind of went a little too far away and it didn't work and you're like fuck i got to reorganize fuck. And, and also <laughs> I, I can tell it has to be mobile first because i have to click on the screen to move my vision around instead of just moving it around which i Not also looking, admit yeah. makes sense but i realize like that's on android you're just swiping around right like i'm like oh yeah so i i would honestly recommend playing these on android over pc that being said they look really pretty on pc so like they look gorgeous in pc yeah so it, it's kind of yeah like Honestly, maybe it was a little easier to play on PC because I could see everything bigger, right? So I was like, ooh, there's it, where everything is. And like little, you know, hidden objects are easier to find. So I don't know. It's kind of like there's this toss up where it's like, it's going to control marginally better because I don't want anyone to think like the PC controls work perfectly fine. Like they're not bad. Um, it's just that on Android, I think it's a little more intuitive. And you do feel like you're kind of pulling things apart a little more. Um, on PC, they're prettier and they're bigger. You decide. <laughs> um, but three is interesting because three has this kind of hidden... Pu- so I got all the endings, which I don't recommend doing. It's not worth it. Um,
2: why? would Why? Why think <laughs> you lose that to yourself?
1: Well, it was really easy. Like, it literally took two seconds to get all the endings. Like, because I had everything. I, I figured out the... There's, oh, I see. There's this hidden... Pu- yeah. yeah, I had all the stuff. So it wasn't a big deal. I just got to the end and I had everything and I was like, okay. Cause I just, I don't know. Like I, I am a little proud of myself that I figured out this like secret ending stuff on my own because they have this like so there are all the chapters like in the usual room games. But what they've done in this one is that you're in this kind of central area that like you can go to all the different chapters through, and there's a larger puzzle that is in all of those rooms um outside of the chapters that you that they don't give you any hints for you have to figure out on your own um but it's not fortunately it's not that difficult to figure out on your own um and it is pretty satisfying to figure out on your own it's just too bad that the endings they're i don't like what yeah, they're it's, bad yeah, they're really like, fucking stupid. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, they're, they're not even fucking endings. They're little. They're, they're, there's a couple cutscenes. All right, that's what you get. And two of them are almost identical. So I'm like, and
2: it's it's like, oh, it's over. No, what?
1: Yeah, and then it's like time to change your fate. Go get the other ones. And then you would think you would think that the final fucking, you know. One, when you figure out the whole thing would be kind of, like, fairly interesting, and it's not. And it's, you're like, is this, is that the canon ending? Okay. Um, So, I don't know. Anyway, I, I appreciate that these games are very Lovecraftian. There's some space shit going on in all these games. That's neat. But give me a little more. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just give me a little bit more. At least give me something when I get all the endings that like points towards what's happening. Instead, it was just like, we salute you. Good job, buddy. <laughs> I, was like, oh, yeah. I was like, oh, this is the Pokedex thing again. <laughs> like, honest, actually, it is the Pokedex certificate. That's what it really is. It's like, yep. a, you did it, champ. This month, <laughs> you know, yeah. And you're like, ah, hey, fuck you. <laughs> um, so yeah, whatever. I mean, really though, these games have all these games have never been about the destination. Frankly, they've always been about the puzzling and the fun of it. So it's it's weird because in some ways the third one is one of their best, but also one of their weakest. In it's it's because it's one of the best in the sense that like. It's not just linear rooms. There's a cool hidden secret puzzle that you can do, which is really, really fun while you're doing it. And then it's also one of the worst because it doesn't pay off in the end. The VR one, I actually think, now that I'm playing through the other ones, I'm like, oh, I know what was happening in the VR one. That was really good. That's a really good story. And actually the VR game kind of concludes a lot of like the room's story. Um, So like it's... I kind of feel bad for people who don't have VR, and if you're if you're at all invested in the Room series, because like that game is essential in this whole thing, and it's very very good. Um, so anyway, there's the Room three. Tune in next week when I'll have the Room four beaten. I guarantee. <laughs> right. um, and well, maybe yeah, I can
2: get it too, so we can do some commenting <sighs> on that one.
1: Do it. Well, I think you know what actually, because speaking of, um, oh, have you not played the fourth one yet?
2: Oh, I was actually planning to buy it in this Steam sale.
1: Do it! I just got it. Um, so oh, no. there we go. The like, pressure is real. There's the pressure. Yeah, we'll have to play and uh, and comment together because I also think on Game Pass they just released um like Escape Academy. I think one of the demos that I played. Um, I think wait, really? Yeah, I, from what I I remember seeing that it was coming to Game Pass on um uh like on maybe on xbox maybe not on pc like i just i don't know i could be crazy but i opened the xbox app and i remember seeing it there um i don't know if i can't check um, it, but coming soon currently or whatever. opening
2: the app so recently added open yeah. faster
1: coming soon recently added yeah i have to now i was just listening as we slowly scroll
0: through and figure out <laughs> This I is could, the riveting content that people come to the How Long to Beat podcast for.
1: Yeah, I could be crazy, but I, I don't know. I saw it. It was there one day, uh, and maybe it's gone now, but whatever. Maybe I, maybe I am literally just going nuts. Um,
2: I mean, it could be like what happened with Jurassic World, which that one day it appeared, and then it went away for a, a couple of days. No, it is coming to Game
1: Pass. Like- yeah, it is coming to Game Pass. Okay.
2: Ooh, beautiful. Yeah.
1: Ha ha. All right. Anyway, that, tr- that game was super fucking fun. So, um, I highly recommend that one as well. <laughs> anyway, done. <but> tangent aside, <laughs> it's just, now it seems to have vanished from when I look at my Game Pass app. So I'm like, I don't know. It's coming at some point. Um, what else did I beat? Uh, oh, I beat, um, Simulacra. I'm really into these like tech, like, you know, PC mainly, although this is technically on a phone, but. It was like a dollar on PC versus like six on my phone. And I was like, I don't
0: think I need that authentic experience. I can play it on PC. <laughs> is it uh, one of the... This phone has been lost and you found it and like, look what yes, spooky shit's been going on But it's,
1: it, it, it does not even almost pretend that it is not supernatural, um, which I very much appreciate. So it's a horror <laughs> game. Um, okay. It's, you know, it's good. Um, there are some issues with it. It's just... Some of the writing, okay, actually, some of (laughs) the acting. I feel like this was a small developer who maybe had to act themselves in it. I don't know. Um, Some of it's a little stilted. Uh, some performances are really good. The friend Ashley, her performance is quite good. The idea is you find this girl, Anna's phone and she's like mysteriously disappeared. And then you have to like go through and like kind of figure out what's going on. And there's some, you know, minor detective work and like clicking through the phone and like looking through things. And, uh, I think it's worth playing. I, I think it's like a seven, you know, for me, like a six or a seven kind of area where like maybe more of seven where it's just, it's just good. There are some things holding it back. There are some weird I don't know if the English is the first language of the developers, because there are some things that trigger me to think that it's not, there's some weird verb tense usage, which I, again, I understand that like if it's a texting on a phone game that like they'll introduce like typos on purpose, but these are different. This was like just some things that kind of popped me out a little bit here and there. But again, your mileage will vary on that. A reminder that I'm an English teacher, like English as a second language teacher. So this shit is very noticeable to me, but for many won't be at all. So no big deal there um yeah it mostly holds itself together i got what's considered like the good ending which i think is nice um but again your mileage is really going to vary on these i tend to be a little um predisposed to these lost phone games i really like them i think it's a really neat concept if you kind of think it's sort of stupid don't play this game (laughs) Mm -hmm. like this is not the game that will change your mind you know what i'm saying um but it's kind of fun. Uh, Simulacra two, I hear is a bit better and I'm looking forward to that one. It's like a crazy huge install, which I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. I, it's just funny. I was like going to install everything. And then I clicked that one off and it was like minus like 10 gigs or something. And I was like, this is a phone game. <laughs> but I don't know. Oh Maybe it's God. the video files or something. Maybe on PC, they make them like better Vega, or something, yeah. you know? Um, anyway, uh, fun. One game that is pretty fun. I uh, do not feed the monkeys. Um, Another neat kind of, you know, PC, I think it's PC exclusive actually game. And the reason I got this one actually is because Do Not Feed the Monkeys 2 was in the demo thing. And I was like, oh, I've heard of this thing rings a bell or something. And it's an interesting puzzle game where you're watching security cameras and you're kind of tasked with um, solving these kind of puzzles through the security cameras. Whether it's like hitting uh, keywords that you jot down in your notebook and then you can search them on like the web and, like, find them together, and then do other things, and you can call people, and there's all sorts of stuff. Thing is, that element of the game is crazy fun, and then they introduce this fucking stupid resource management shit that, like, makes no sense in this game. Like, you have your fucking, like, you have, like, a food meter, a health meter, a sleep meter, you can do, like, jobs, like, some lady comes for the rent every once in a while. It's not fucking needed, you know? Like, The game itself is really enjoyable. The actual like um, puzzling on like the the monitors. But you know what kind of sucks is that you get to a certain point in the game. Like there's like only a certain amount of days that you can complete the game in. And so some of the puzzles you just will just be gone. And then you can't go back and do it. Because like if you go to click continue, you got to like replay the whole game. And I was like, well, I don't want to do that you know like i had a couple puzzles left over i got like enlightened monkey ending or something um but there was like a couple puzzles in the end that were left over that i i couldn't complete cuz it was just like nah sorry bub you missed it i guess it's like come on um so i don't know i really like it but i just kind of wish now there is a mode i think you can play where you don't have to worry about resource management you can't get achievements in that one which i think i actually might recommend playing it that way um because i don't think the resource management matters because ultimately you're here for the puzzles, right? Like that's, what's fun. It's like looking through these, um, security feeds to like figure out what's going on in each of them and like mess around in them. And like, there's multiple ways that you can solve the puzzles and there's tons of different things that you can do in. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's pretty neat. At the end, I still didn't understand what was going on in the game. (laughs) Like I didn't understand why I was being given these cages to observe people. Um, I definitely fed the monkeys a few times. That might
0: change because there's a sequel coming. Yeah. In fall of the year. Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm excited for it. I will be definitely playing it when it goes on sale again. Um, but <laughs> 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 uh, that's always the caveat
0: um no, i'm excited i'm not that excited yeah i'm not that
1: crazy excited it's a neat <laughs> it's a neat concept the humor is pretty funny in it and, and like um the stories that you get to see are pretty great and i actually think they have a nice sense of humor within them and they're pretty uh kind-hearted in a lot of ways although there are some pretty dark shit that happens in the game too that you could do <laughs> <laughs> um so anyway yeah have either of you played this game
0: i haven't yeah. it it does look like the kind of thing i could get into and i At the moment, it's 70% off, but like... Yeah, that's why I picked it up. The point that we're at in, like, backlog and and Steam sale situations where I'm like, three pounds isn't cheap enough. Yeah, (laughs) the thing is...
1: The thing is, like, the reason I got it is because it was, like, three hours, maybe. I beat it in, like, a sitting. Um, Mm. And that's what pushed the lever... You know what I mean? Like, everything I bought in Steam sale recently are games that I could beat in a couple hours, and I have, so I've played now most of the games I bought on Steam sale, so um because otherwise you know what i well you know what i mean like i get you man if i buy games in the backlog that are gonna pile up there there's no way in hell um
0: anyway i mean yeah massive aside like my my steam game strategy now is like i will fill my basket with everything i kind of want and then i'll see how much that number is and i'll cry a little bit and i'll trim everything that i can bring myself to trim and then what's left i'll get and then try and play almost immediately yeah Yeah. i'm in the same boat
2: (laughs) Uh, What what I usually do is like, okay, uh, this is what I'm excited about, Mm kind of. Now it's like, okay, let's stream a couple of games and then I'll just let the card sit there for a couple of days and then go back and it's like, you know what? I actually just wanted like a a couple of games from this list.
0: But then I'll spend £15 on a takeaway like it's fucking nothing. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm the worst kind of person. Uh, Should we move on to playing? Because we've got no retirement. Yeah, no, yeah. I really want to jump in first because I started playing uh, Game of the Hour Neon White mm. and it's very, very good. Speaking of Steam. Yeah, speaking of Steam. It, and speaking of Steam Next Fest, which we spoke of last week, um, mm. playing the demo of this in said Next Fest um, was one of the, the big reasons that I plumped for it at launch. Um, that and I had like £35 in my Steam wallet and the game's only 18 So it's just like, yeah, sure, whatever. Um, game's great. It is a first-person parkour game. They they call it a first-person speedrunning shooter, but the, the shooting is a component of the platforming because the way this game structures itself um is in bite-sized levels, designed to be speedruns, should you, should you be so inclined. And weapons are picked up as cards. Um, you can have two different weapons at any time, in addition to your base katana, which is like an unlimited use type thing. Uh, you can have three of each stacked um, and the idea is that you shoot with the left click and you discard with the right click um, you can discard with any amount of ammo left so you can use like most of the bullets and discard each weapon has a different discard effect that's normally tied into the platforming so the handgun for example has a discard effect of giving you a second jump um, and the machine gun has a discard effect of throwing like a prox mine or like a timed explosive rather um, and that explosive can be used to like rocket jump you. So, not only has it a defensive ability, but it's also important for um, destroying certain barriers in the level and also, you know, giving you an extra jump in certain situations. Um, you do have to kill every enemy in the level before you move on. So, the shooting isn't inconsequential. But how you choose to do that, um, whether you opt to use your katana in certain situations, because you want to keep your gun um, for the parkour effect it can give you later on um how you leverage those situations it all ties into the idea that you need to try and get through the level as quickly as you can um there's this balls to the wall not so sort of saturday morning anime cartoony storyline about killing the most demons in heaven to earn your place there because you're a sinner but heaven's got a demon problem so they're giving loads of people a chance it's a weird sort of concept and so far it's very um tropey and cliche but it's fun enough. The voice acting is fine. The art is really, really good. But that core gameplay, I'm a sucker for first person parkour. That ultimately is what this is. And having played some more open worldy type things like Catalyst, I really, really cherish I'm Mirror's Edge Catalyst, I should say, the, the hmm. remade Mirror's Edge that kind of fucked it all up. Um, <laughs> I really, really cherish these bite sized curated levels that are designed to let me get my parkour on and feel like a fucking speed demon god uh, in the process. And I've only played about half an hour of the game so far, but it feels on point. And if that's your kind of thing, so far it feels like it absolutely nails it. Um, In terms of the other stuff I'm playing, honestly been a relatively quiet week. So I did do a wee bit more of The Witcher, but like 15 more minutes, but I'm still playing it. Days Gone's still in my playing, but it has taken a backseat to Sifu god that second boss smacked me (laughs) right (laughs) oh my lord but here's the thing i think it's a really good progression gate because what sean the second boss is designed to make you do is recognize what the game expects of you um for most of the game up to that point you can take kind of a, a front forward almost sort of doom type thing where you're you're pummeling enemy pummeling enemy block and parry occasionally dodge as appropriate Um, what Sean really teaches you is that is not the way to go forward. What you really need to do is work out enemy attack patterns, be patient, work out how and when to find and exploit an opening, and do that consistently without rushing ahead of yourself. Um, And when you do that, actually, it's a remarkably straightforward boss to beat. So after sort of three or four tries, I clicked and I got that and I beat him. Uh, I am now currently working my way through the third level of the museum which visually oh my god so wonderful uh, some of the things that does towards the end of the level with color and geometry and level design incredible and and that that level i think is among the best levels of any thing i've played of any game ever i think it's just such a beautiful cohesive sort of start to finish the boss is handing it to me like really really badly and, and on paper she's probably easier than Sean, the second level boss, but I'm having a bit of a hard time. So I've I've unlocked all the sort of shortcut paths in the museum. One Mm -hmm. of the pickups you get there also unlocks a shortcut path in one of the earlier levels. So I went back and played the first two levels to get my age down. um, And I'm going to play the third level again shortly um, and try and beat that. Um, The other thing I've picked up on is that actually there's a lot of cachet to getting permanent upgrades.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: rather than um, getting a big spread, just unlocking a load of them as permanent ones and then starting again as a more tooled up character. I'm not sure how I feel about that in terms of overall game progression. I feel like it's a bit of a... Not not a broken or a dumb way to do things. It doesn't feel like a great way to do things. It almost feels like an arbitrary gator a progression. Yeah. Because I know the first time I played through up to Sean... I was actually really doing quite well in terms of how many skills and things I had. And then when you go back and you have to start the second level again, you lose a lot of them, but you also lose a lot of the XP that got you there. So you end up being kind of starting again, but worse off, even though your knowledge is a bit better. And I, I don't know that I like that setup. I like the core game a lot. And I like a lot of the design tenets and I like the world. And I'm a big fan of the overall package. I think that's a real weak link in there. And it's something that I'm I'm pushing through in spite of. I don't feel like it's elevating the game um, or my enjoyment of it. But the, the overall game is fantastic. And I don't really want to take away from that too much. Hard, but really, really good. Mm. Um is that sort of telling with how you felt about it, Alex? Or?
1: Yeah, I mean, I could tell when I started. I was like, oh, okay, so each run I just have to do permanent upgrades,
0: <laughs> you know? Like, I was like, all right. Yeah.
1: Like, I could sort of... To me, it feels like... And I guess, too, with those permanent upgrades, like, I do think partially there are some players who are likely just going to be able to just beat this game without those things, but then just me who needs it um <laughs> mm-hmm. and i'm like oh god so that that is kind of how i felt but i really didn't do much yet right and like something that i had not mastered at all were the blocks um and the guards um like i just had not mastered that like flick up and guard stuff at all yet so like
0: that that's the my... avoid stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah like that's the thing i have to go in and really work on the next time i go through um and I I never beat the second, but I only tried the second boss once. Um, and so I recognized that as I was playing it, I was like, okay, there's very clearly patterns he goes through that I must learn and learn how to dodge and block. And so I'm like, all right, let's go.
0: <laughs> and the, the third boss is very much that on steroids. It has yeah. to be said. With Ugh. a few extra things thrown in. I The block timing, I think a lot of games train you to, to block both a smidge early, but also... Okay to To feel like there is a little bit of wiggle room in your timing of the parry um, Sifu is not that at all you either no. get the block spot on or you do not get a parry um, conversely when you nail it you feel like a kung fu god yeah. but it does mean that the game is significantly harder and there is a degree of almost retraining your brain and your muscle memory to work around it but it's confident with it and I feel like it's executed it for the most part, very, very well. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm in it for the long haul. I feel like I'm going to beat this one eventually.
1: Yeah, I think I will too.
0: Because even even with all
1: that being said, it's still not that long of a game. Like it's still like... No, it's five levels.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, it's worth saying that like, I've only been playing for six or seven hours and I've seen well over half of the content. And I think once you get some of those permanent upgrades, probably levels four and five go a little bit quicker. I, hope, yeah, maybe. I I would
1: imagine i mean who knows they might be ready to pummel you even harder i do know that there's a thing that this game encourages at the like when you beat it so i'm curious to see what that is because i don't know what it is i just know there's something that they they like kind of push you to try and i'm uh I've heard i think it's a i
0: know what it is and i think I it was think given I away in a, review. in a review and...
1: yeah i think i know what it is just based on this game um mm. but yeah I'm not entirely sure i don't know if i'll it's ever like be able to master maybe yeah maybe yeah. <laughs> um Paolo, why don't you tell us what you've been
0: playing that's cool i'll finish my life oh
1: sorry wait Ah, oh, fuck sorry i <laughs> thought you were done
0: you still have the original no record. i just wanted your input on that game yeah. and i've got oh a few yeah more. sorry
1: <laughs> you, you pulled me off guard can you tell I'm tired <laughs> today? God
0: damn.
1: <laughs> Sorry. Oh, and man.
2: telling us your are playing before oh, I
0: jump in. You're tired I'm as fuck feeling like
1: No, no that was good. I, I like For some reason it just felt like such a natural end. I thought that was like oh yeah, that was it. We
0: talked about this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I'd been smarter I maybe would have back ended. You still that, have like got... Dread, Luigi's Mansion all that shit left. All right, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I mean I've nearly finished. I think mm. I'm close to the end of this one. Um, having played more of it like the core Metroid stuff i actually think they've done a really good job of um nice. you can tell they've built on what they did with um samus returns they've trimmed to a certain degree some of the eon stuff that i found a little bit superfluous and fluffy in returns the emmys are still shit like those sessions yeah. are not good at all and the level design is kind of flaccid so because it's a series of smaller maps with a few very specific entry and exit points, um the the overall map doesn't feel that cohesive. There are ways to do it right. I don't think that Mercury Steam have hit upon any of those ways <laughs> with this overall level. What compounds that, and I find this really, really quite annoying, they've they've crutched on some of these teleport spots as ways to get you to bits where they've got important upgrades. So there's almost little pockets within levels. That you only get to with a a very specific teleport that's like a one use and done and then you go back and you just carry on with the normal level i just don't think the world has been designed particularly well and and that's a real negative for this genre because there's a a, an extent to which you live and die by the world in which your character inhabits more so than any other get any other type of game because if you're expected to go back and, and explore things and, and remember where things are and have certain memorable things, the world is what enables that. Um, and by contrast, their map setup is really, really good. and the best I've seen, you've got little markers you can put on. Um, it's always really easy to tell what's going on, where it auto populates a lot of information about certain doors and what is not isn't needed, which I yeah. think is really, really generous. Um, really good for, um, ease of access for the user as well but man there's a lot of things holding what could have been an excellent game back still a great game i'm still having a lot of fun with it um particularly i have to say i've just beaten a boss um that calls back to the the previous game canonically metroid fusion uh one of my favorite games ever and the the boss does a similar thing to a lot of the bosses in that game, which I thought was a really fun callback, and I hope they do a little bit more. Um Won't say any more on that because I don't really want to spoil it or get too much into that, but there's a cohesion to the way that they've tied the story in, which is someone who has played the previous titles, I really, really appreciate, um, and I like that through line on those.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I haven't played any more of Luigi's Mansion 2, but I'm still playing it. Um, I have played a little bit more of Secret of Mana, um, I wonder if this game is one that I, I'm going to not like nearly as much for coming to it sort of 25 years later. It feels quite thin. Like it, it's beautiful, aesthetic, audio visual phenomenon, but the, the gameplay is very, very, and the whole like power up bar where you have to wait and then strike again. That's kind of dumb. I, I, I really liked trials of mana and i feel like that's the obvious evolution of this and going back is a little bit tricky but we'll see we'll see
1: i Um, had that experience where i was like oh i kind of wish i was alive
0: and this was popular because i would have loved it but i'm like
1: yeah not anymore
0: what what i do want to say really quickly as well um as as a matter of sheer curiosity i went back and played the old now defunct ios port of secret of mana where they actually redid weirdly a lot of the art assets. Hmm. Um, it doesn't look as good as the SNES one, but it doesn't have that audio glitch where uh, when you do an attack, it cuts out the beautiful music to play the attack sound. Um, I-, I was torn for a minute. I was like, "Oh, do I want to play it this way, or do I go back to the buttons and the less good audio?" I ended up going back to the buttons and the less good audio, but it was a hard call. Um, and there's there's a part of me that's almost ready to go and play like the much derided switch and ps4 remake oh yeah Uh, oh yeah indeed but i I think i'm gonna stick (laughs) with the snes original um and plug through and and hopefully sort of vibe with it a bit more but we'll see we'll see right that that is me done now i promise (laughs) okay so who's who's going next it well, next... yeah, i was gonna say I think it's Palace time now.
2: <laughs> so I played a little bit more of Hollow Knight. I finally um played, I finally beat a Hornet, and I found my way into the Fungi Forest, and everything wants to kill me here, and everything explodes. So <laughs> yes. that was fun. But then I found my way into the Jellyfish. den. And can I go back to the fungi forest, please? Like <clears throat> the jellyfish aren't like as bad; they don't move as much. But if you hit one of them, it like the core kind of like bounces off and explodes on you, and <clears throat> and it takes it deals a lot of damage, and it isn't fun. But the game is gorgeous. Let me say that. Mm-hmm. Um, the controls are very tight and that is very welcome from someone who doesn't usually play anything platformer and it is a lot of fun even when it is extremely hard at times especially like in the boss battles so all... um, I really want to play more of it I'll probably just wait for I- I'll Probably have to wait until I finish a piece of homework to play more of it. Because this is one of those games that I feel I can sink a lot of time in. Another game that I can sink a lot of time in, and this one is courtesy of my boyfriend, is Diablo 2. Diablo 3, sorry. I don't know my Roman numerals. Eternal (laughs) Collection. For PS4. We're um, playing the PS4 version because it has couch co-op. And the PC version doesn't. So yeah, this is unexpectedly a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun fun because um we are kind of decimating everything around us because we're I'm playing as a tank, which isn't common for me. I usually play as a damage dealer or a mage. Or a mage that is a damage dealer. <laughs> and my boyfriend usually plays um I think he played Necromancer as a Necromancer on Diablo 2, and he usually like role plays as a thief or something among those lines. And he's the mage right now, so it is a very... Um, no, he's not a mage. He's a um, hunter and has 12 crossbows, and that is cool as shit. <laughs> One thing that kind of threw me off is that you have only abilities you don't have like a basic attack button so you have to manage whatever um mana equivalent your unit has mine has wrath and my preference character has hatred and something else which i cannot remember the name of and I don't know, it, it is a lot of fun. We decimate everything. We haven't run into anything that it's like a proper world yet. Um, I'm expecting the boss to be like the first roadblock block of the game. And yep. Oh, and I have to say, um I got really lucky. And I got a legendary item. Nice. I think it was a hel uh helmet and it was like, okay, this is gonna like just be here for a while, for a long while, because uh, one thing that is very interesting about Diablo is that it has weapon durability, but you, you exchange equipment so often mm. that it really doesn't matter. Like, we don't get to, like, really use our equipment and then something dies and drops uh, something that is way better. That is Diablo 3. I didn't even realize
1: Diablo 3 had damage, had had like weapon durability. I I played that game like twice through and I didn't even know that because I switched so often. Yeah. Wow. I was also going to say, isn't it nice to get legendary equipment just for playing a game? It's wild.
2: And not having to pay for
1: it. Fucking Diablo Immortal. Anyway. The worst
2: thing about that game is that it seems to be fun. But um, until you have to pay. Well, that's the thing. Pay.
1: Obviously, like, you know, Diablo and the concept is very fun, right? Like, uh, one of those things, whenever I saw, like, or heard about Diablo Immortal, I was like, I'm sure it's going to be enjoyable. And that's the thing that makes me scared. <laughs> <laughs> yup. It's fun, but now you just monetize the fun. Like, ugh.
2: That way to make it unfun. Right. Anyways. <laughs> um. Oh, finally, I'm jumping back into Variable Barricade, a Natoma game I have not yet finished. It has been a while since I played this one, like, there's something about how the game is structured and how the overall story is being told that is just isn't engaging enough. Like, Hmm. how do you fuck up this badly? And... Yeah, like... I, I, I'm i going to finish this game. I'm going to play the remaining road and the um and the true route. But to be honest, I was almost so fucking close to retiring this one just because of how okay, so this is supposed to be a romantic comedy. Okay. It's supposed to be a romantic comedy. On that regard, play Cupid Parasite, don't play this one. <laughs>
0: that
2: cupid Car- parasite does the uh, romantic comedy like a lot better and of barricade also kind of like brings a lot of drama into some of the routes but it's like not well done it's like it is misplaced like it it feels so out of place hmm. that it just him,
1: there's the overall experience like, like is sorry it I'm, I'm just out of mad place?
2: of how this game was written
1: uh, like do, do you find the tone is clashing like does it seem like it's like
2: yeah it like the there's like this tone shift that is so sudden at some point on every route that just doesn't feel like it belongs in the route like Mm. For example, I was enjoying Tiger's route like so much until something happened, and then everything crumbled pretty much. Like, and it was very hard for me like to finish that route because everything that was enjoyable about it was suddenly taken away from me.
1: Mm. And you like? Do you feel like the game just doesn't earn it?
2: Yeah, the game just doesn't. Earn that doesn't earn the right to do that, pretty much, in the sense of it has this very lighthearted, um, common route. And don't get me wrong, the common route is like the highlight of the game, in my opinion. Hmm. But when you enter the route, the tone shifts like very suddenly, and not like in Café Chante, like you can see. During the common drought, that something is not quite right in in these, like, numerous worlds where the supernatural or the non-human live. But Mm. here, it just comes out of the field. Mm. And in that regard, it just dampens the mood of the overall route. Like, there were a couple of things that could have been managed, like... A lot better, or things that were left unexplored. That maybe if they um, made those aspects like the focal point of each route, then it would have been a better story. And sometimes the st- the the route just its welcome. Like this is a long game. This is a fifty-something to sixty-hour game, according to how long to beat. Oh. <laughs> and it has only four routes. And for example, Code Realize and Cafe and Chante are each thirty-five to forty hours each, but have five routes instead. So each individual route is more concise, and it it may be forced to have like a faster pacing, but that, that faster pacing um, fits the 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 game better. And for a visual novel you don't you really don't want to make your your player read like three to five more hours than they should be reading because they get more of the story mm. like I imagine like um gameplay was for some games like oh, you get tired of this gameplay, yeah, you get tired of reading this story because the story is going nowhere,
1: mm. Well, it's like, you know, if you're going to have a story that long, you have to really fucking earn that, right? Like, otherwise, you're just going to, it's like in any novel, too. Like, some some freaking, some novelists don't know how to edit, man. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. Just, which, uh, actually, fucking George R. Martin. <laughs> but,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Look, I love the Game of Thrones Angels books. I read tired. them all. But that
1: motherfucker does not know how to edit. <laughs> like, just everything in there. Uh there's some storylines where I'm like, I think you can move along. <laughs>
2: mm.
1: <laughs> um, but what do I know? I haven't published any books.
2: <laughs> yeah. And mm. I haven't read everything in ages, so what do I know about writing? But anyways, <laughs> I use Fireball Arcade. So far, uh disappointing is I uh, so far I'm very disappointed uh of about like the finished product and the finished story um maybe it will swipe me the other way like with the remaining route of the game you never know but at the very least um i'm gonna say that i didn't quite enjoy it, like half of the game which is takes. Yes. and i really love atomic games so that's saying something
0: yeah. <laughs> you <can go> <laughs> <laughs> um well
1: i don't have much actually in playing right now because i've beaten so many short games i haven't actually played much more of going under i do intend to i just I had a little bit of the PC kick, so it's kind of taking a little break. Um, I'm like mm-hmm. almost done Picross S2 because, you know, big a bit gross. Um, And the one yes. game that I did start playing that is, um, is on Game Pass, though I actually own it too, but uh, Life is Strange True Colors, which I have to say so far, this is very wonderful. Um, probably like for me, at least it feels like the best that they've done. Um, and using Unreal Engine 4 has done them a lot of favors. <laughs> like this game looks real pretty. Um because I know like it's it's hard to believe but like the first life is strange. I think like hold on, when was that first one released? I don't know.
2: God, that's I been, remember it like, looked rather rough.
0: 2015 like it, actually. Um Yeah, it was early days in the PS4.
1: Yeah, real early days. Um yeah. pretty early days for
0: UE4 as well if they were even using that. I don't think they were using that actually.
1: I think um I think they were using Unreal Engine 3 at the time because I Ooh, think Life is okay. Strange 2 is the first time that they used Unreal Engine 4. Um pretty damn sure. I mean, I have to double check all that, but I'm 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 almost um Yeah, yeah, cuz Unreal Engine 4 was for Life is Strange 2. Um which right. I have not played. I hear it's good though. I I, I should play it, but um, I just never got it. Like I, I kind of was a little, um, I think at the time that game came out, I was a bit burnt out on the telltale-ish style kind of, you know, semi walking sim, choose your own adventure games, <laughs> you know, that, yeah. that kind of world. Um, and I, I, they also all don't necessarily click with me, but this one is really clicking. And, and I really appreciate that it's released just, as a full game it is split into five chapters like their other games they just haven't spread them out over time and i really think like we're we are past the days of the episodic releases i just no more of that please i'm fucking dumb unless you're final fantasy 7 which is spread over eight fucking games at this point jesus christ uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is also square enix so i don't know if ah. <laughs> they might be like uh oh, put it out into bits again do it um But I I just hope they don't. Um, You play as Alex Chen, who has this like power of empathy, um, where she can like feel what people are thinking and feeling. Well, mostly what they're feeling. Um, But it like also profoundly affects her. The story so far is very compelling. Um, Haven, like this little town in Colorado, is gorgeous. It almost makes you think that living in a small community might be nice. <laughs> uh, I was like, ah, don't you try this. I know what it's really like. <laughs> um, but it's very like, like Banffy, like it reminds me of of Alberta in some ways, these kind of small towns that um, that kind of live and die on one type of industry and because they kind of live on a mine they're a mining town basically and it reminds me of right. home because we're you know we're an oil town like irving um and it just there's a lot of stuff going on in this where like this company's up to something and i'm like yes yes <laughs> it's like delve into the bad shitty companies i love it <laughs> i'm like this is where we go um so yeah there's some Stuff going down. I'm in the third chapter right now. I'm like about halfway through it, I think. And uh, I really, really like it. I think if you have, like, if you have Game Pass, this is a fucking no-brainer. Like, it's like 10 hours, I think, or so. Um, Gorgeous. Story is good so far. Um, Really compelling characters. Excellent voice acting. Um, Just really sweet. I really like it. I really like it. Um, So yeah, that's Life of Strange True Colors. That's what I'm playing. (laughs) But that's it. Uh, but actually, something that I uh, I started playing again because Ooh. all hail the master that is uh, Steam sales is <laughs> uh,
2: Dungeon Great of the DK. Endless.
1: Yeah, it was it was three bucks, so I was like, oh, okay, that is a that is a deal I am willing to make <laughs> at this mm. point. So I jumped back into um, Dungeon of the Endless, which I have to say is so much better on PC. (laughs) Like, and, and, but I I also just like, it's not bad on Switch. It's not bad on Switch. They did a good job making it work there, you know? It's just, it's so much more intuitive on PC. And you can just move around easier and I can select the number of people I want to take with me easier, you know? Which actually makes a huge deal when it comes to moving that crystal. Because I can just set the crystal buddy on an auto path and then i can control all my other heroes and have them just defend you
0: can technically do on switch it's just a lot more clicks and really a lot more pausing because it's just not as quick to do because you're holding to the analog stick Mm -hmm. and i I think at the core of it that's what makes the pc version better the game is faster um i I know for a fact when i want to run on pc it didn't take even half the time that it took me to do on switch.
1: Exactly. Because I got to level seven in like 35 minutes, I think. Um, Yeah. Something like that, which, you know what I mean? Which I'm like, Oh, that's not bad. And I feel like I'm understanding it better. And I actually am like, okay, on PC, I can give a wholehearted recommendation to this game on switch. It's a very like, if you love it, okay. (laughs) You know, like if you, if you really love this game and you want it on the go, sure. Right. Like that's a perfectly fine way to do it. But unless you're like, Obsessed with this game, just buy it on PC. Um, I am excited to try a run with all of us. I think it should be pretty fun um, altogether. I'm curious what it would be like altogether because, like, a lot of this is about the management of like deciding where to put things. I guess it might be interesting because you could really have somebody who's like really, you know, placing like turrets and things, and, you know, one person like focusing more on exploring and, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like you could actually split things up a little more interestingly but
0: yeah so if i remember correctly and we'll, yeah. i mean we'll find this out when we do it but i think each person gets a character
2: yeah yeah.
0: but all the resources are pulled so yeah. anyone can build a turret or a, a thing and obviously that's kind of the thing of like, oh no why the fuck did you build that or we should build <laughs> this and we should build that oh no i've gone and done it now um yeah, but in terms of where lot. the characters go and and this is the thing, the game should probably go even quicker because then yeah. you're only worrying about your own character and you're like verbally communicating, coordinating what happens with the other three, where they're going, how all of that sort of works out.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, I'm excited to try. I haven't played multiplayer in this game for fucking ages. I hadn't played yeah. the game for ages before we got back onto it on Switch, to be fair. Um, but yeah, so that would be good. Uh, and you played a bit more of it as well, haven't you, Paula?
2: Yeah, I did. And... My round died again. But this time I I got to level to the ninth floor. So, could to go me! Like, and there were like these massive enemies that just started to spawn on the level and suddenly, and they do a lot of damage. So, the other thing that I didn't realize until it was too late is that... Your health doesn't like restore like when you finish a wave until you kill all of every them. Every enemy, yeah, Kept every enemy on the map, not including the big guys. what uh, at one point, I was it was a very chaotic floor because it took me forever to find the the no, what's his name? the name the exit the exit to the next floor. Actually, I didn't find it because it was, it, I assume, it was in the one remaining path that I haven't checked. <laughs> oh, no. So I had like three of these big guys. I had waves and waves of enemies just going after my ass. And I only had two, le- two of my four characters left mm. because the prior four floor um, was a bit of, um, was a bit? too much chaos for their liking it seems and yeah I, they died sadly <laughs> you can get um, rng
1: to hell if you don't if you don't get to that like exit room fast enough like it can fuck you hard
2: <laughs> yeah I, like I, in one in one of the floors i got the to the exit in five minutes and this one i it was like minute number 20 and i haven't found found the exit yet so i was getting desperate and then suddenly I took my eyes off of a character for like a second and it ceased existing yeah. immediately. And then the only character I have was the nurse, which is kind of squishy. So, yeah, cool. not the best unit to take out the giants with.
1: I've been using nope. the DLC characters and they have been mint. <laughs> like, I was like, <laughs> yes, please. Like, they're, they uh, The
2: Team Fortress 2 characters?
1: Uh but I don't know. Uh, no. Who is the maybe I don't know I don't think they are. I think those are unlocks. Um there's some character that I'm using. Uh I don't even know their names. There's oh, no, he's like Seth for something. I don't know. He's like frost looking and like stabs things. Oh then... the
0: um Yeah, the uh the one who's like keeps track of the records, the librarian y one.
1: The librarian dude, yeah. And then another guy who's got a mechanical oh. arm. And then I picked up two other heroes along the way, which is good. It's nice when you pick them up early, too, because they don't cost much food. And so you're like, all right, here
0: we go. Uh, and then they
1: level you up with you. can get with, them
0: you know? perma-unlocked quicker yeah. as well, because it's three floors. You traverse with them, and then you can just pick them from the start.
1: Yeah, I perma-unlocked one of them, Hikashi or something. Is like this like purple blade-wielding thing. Um, and I have some Pyromancer dude. <laughs> There's so many of them. Um, yeah, it's... You know, I, the strategy is getting more fun now that I understand it a bit better. Like, I basically... Mm. My basic strategy these days is just like completely illuminate one area behind me and then just like pick a room with a bunch of turrets and just do little excursions from there.
0: <laughs> just re-
1: re- like I'm just constantly like retreat <laughs> all the time.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you have to do it that way cuz otherwise you do just get minced. Yep. Yep. And then when I'm ready to go, I unlight everything and just light the path, and I'm like, "Let's go!" <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100.
2: That's so interesting. yeah, it. I mean,
0: keep keep an eye out for a potential how long to beat plays of that in the not too distant yeah. future. Basically,
2: mm-hmm.
0: we'll see if it's a successful run. I feel like we can succeed together.
1: I think hopefully, mm. I don't feel like I'm that I mean, bad at this game now. I think I understand it thanks to some of your
0: hints and suggestions. <laughs> you're out there tempting fate. <laughs> Oh, I'm probably yeah. gonna die this run, but that's also my first. At the one. end, yeah,
2: at the end, we are just at the fate of Aaron Jesus, so.
1: Yes, yeah, seriously. I've been pretty <laughs> lucky in this one, though, because I do have some health regen items on a number of my characters, and uh, I did lucky. unlock the science bio one where, like, when you kill an enemy, it spreads 100 health amongst all your teammates, which has proven to be really fucking useful. Because if I had that one forward base, with a couple of those, um, and then like these Tesla modules. Every time I come back, I don't have to heal my dudes because they just kill a couple of them and they're healed. And I'm like, yeah. So it's been lucky. I'm liking it now. I'm digging
2: mm-hmm. it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so what? What? A, what a character arc for this game. To be fucking right on the like the last possible June uh, <laughs> date for this one, I have loved it now. So there we go.
0: <laughs> um, Speaking of characters yeah tying games they tie characters into games and ips and series and they films do. and movies and all the other things
1: yeah so i guess licensed games i mean paula i brought this up i was like do you want to talk about licensed games and she was like oh yeah like we played TMNT." and i was like right that is a license <laughs> i didn't even i thought of that on my own <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i just thought it might be kind of fun to talk a little bit about this because i think we all have sort of experience like i don't know i I feel like I see a lot of people talk about, even online, where they talk about like, oh yeah, I remember back in the day when licensed games were like this and they were kind of wild as if licensed games yeah, aren't still, yeah, I remember, as if they aren't still like constantly being made. I just think that, I don't know, maybe I'm, maybe, I'm wrong here, but I, I, licensed games are almost always aimed at kids, right? Like for the most part. Um, obviously Mm. now it kind of different like TMNT is a very different thing because that that to me feels unique because it's like based off of a game that was aimed at kids that is now aimed at the
0: (laughs) at the kids who were adults who played it when they were kids (laughs) it's (laughs) all like a greater extent I feel like Star Wars as a franchise is that but also like generally yeah yeah you yeah, it's almost a, a midlife trap but because well when you think about it too though and maybe this is a
1: unique thing but because video games are a medium that kind of arguably really came to prominence in the 80s late 70s (laughs) too i suppose um you had a generation that grew up then and so everything that was being made was obviously being tailored towards children at the time right like and even through the 90s but then you have an interesting unique thing now where i think in the 2000s onward a lot of those kids, who were, those who were kids in the '80s, are older, and so now you've got companies who are like, "Okay, we're gonna make games for kids, but I also want to get those old suckers back." <laughs> you know, like there's mm-hmm. this is like, there's this balancing act of like, "Huh, how do I get the youngins and the oldins now?" Right? Um, which has really shifted, and I think Star Wars is a great example of that. You know, where they're like, "Okay, well, these things, this is still for kids, but then also we recognize we have fans who." fucking insufferable uh, someone who loves star wars <laughs> fuck man I, here's me just enjoying the obi-wan show i was like oh this isn't perfect but i really like this this is kind of fun and then you go online and i just like shut my computer off
0: immediately and i'm like why did i go online <laughs> i just like that i carried your anecdote on as though it was the marketing meeting they're like we've got kids but also like we've got older fans who fuck those fans but let's market to <laughs> them yeah i know right which they're like oh Fucking God, those people.
1: But then me, I'm sitting here like, I still like it. Um, <laughs> same with Miss Marvel, actually. I've been really enjoying that show. And then like I looked online for a minute and I was like, why did I do that? The races mm. are out in full force. And <laughs> you're just like, oh god. So just just moral of the story is folks, just enjoy what you enjoy. It's fine. You're allowed to like what you like.
2: <laughs> um, Never which, go online if you really like a show because you're you're gonna <laughs> feel bad for liking the show. Very dangerous three,
0: three. We are an online podcast. Steady on. I
2: know,
1: but we're lucky. <laughs> we have a small group of dedicated fans who are very nice. <laughs> very but that's the. I um, bet, anyway, sorry. That's a total tangent. But I actually think small communities online are just so lovely, and when you find them, just hold on yeah. to them because they're so nice. <laughs> um, but speaking I like of like lines, to
0: see, yeah, I think mm-hmm. the other big transition is like not so much older fans who are now being marketed to as well as strict instead of the kids. I also think like from a, a bank run and a lucrativity, if that's even a mm. word from that perspective, I think a lot of the licenses are gradually moving over to mobile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That, that's where you get the most bang for your book from like, Oh, I recognize the thing. I will download it and possibly spend money on it.
1: Because let's be real here. Like the only reason for the most part, licensed games were being made, was just, it was for money and exposure of the license. brand right? recognition. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's no, come on. Come on. The people who are making the games might have really wanted to make a good game, but the fuckers who are asking for the games to be made are like, whatever, man. If it's good, that's incidental.
2: <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, because, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not true. I was
1: like, kids are stupid. I was stupid. I was a dumb little child who played anything that <laughs> you put in front of me. I remember playing the SpongeBob Game Boy Advance game. Just so bad. But I was like, yay! You know, having fun with that thing. But it maybe that was my brother that and
0: up. Charlie in the chocolate factory on yeah.
1: the Game Boy Advance. And Which, you know what ugh. I shouldn't say that it's because we're stupid. It's just that we're more willing, we have more time. And so we can just beat our head against a game and I've had less experience and are less discerning, right? Like I don't know mm-hmm. that there's a better version of this out there. I don't know yeah. that Devil May Cry exists, so I'm playing the nightmare before Christmas.
0: You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Although supposed to be not a bad tying game, that's I mean, what I'm saying. Boogie Boogie's Revenge, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. again,
1: not bad. It's a Devil May Cry clone, but worse. But oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's what it is. But that's fine. If you like that, cool. You know, <laughs> and like this is the guy who played the Shaman King Game Boy Advance game, which is just a Castlevania knockoff, but worse. But I liked it because I like Shaman King.
2: <laughs> I mean, there are like playable or. <laughs> um, I guess average, like time games, but then you have the How to Train Your Dragon game for the I think it was the Wii U one mm. that came out also on PlayStation Four, and I don't remember where else. But I saw gameplay of it because I was curious about how it played, and oh my god, the flash game for from the Cartoon Network webpage played better.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well you
2: know was rough.
1: i have to say too like i think there's a very personally i find it to be a promising trend I, i've heard some people kind of go on against some of the more recent licensed games but like it feels to me that licensed games are just much better now like the mad max game was very fun um shadow of war is incredible um that new fucking harry potter game looks great despite um, but, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, like it, it seems like the, the idea these days is like, okay, well, if we're going to make a, like take a license, we might as well just like make an actual good game out of this because it seems to me that like, there's more of this, like, I don't know, maybe it's because actually, you know what, maybe it's not even that they're that much better. It's just that, like you've said, maybe the shit ones are on mobile now. So I just don't notice it as
0: much, you know, I
2: think it's sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. You're okay um or maybe just our standards for licensed games uh, have lowered to to a certain point so it's just like oh it plays i think that's it though
0: i think the best licensed games you don't think of as licensed games because license yeah. is synonymous with bad insomniac spider-man fucking sit game no one calls it a licensed game but it is a licensed game exactly arkham asylum city we don't talk about night licensed <laughs> games Really good games. Well, see, but Arkham we Knight is a
1: licensed game. Arkham Asylum and City, though, those aren't licensed games. <laughs>
0: they're just <good> games. <laughs> yeah. This is the thing. Like, yeah. it, The terminology almost skews your perception of the product, and also the product then informs how you're describing it. Yeah. If if the game's good enough, no one's talking about the license, generally exactly. speaking.
2: Yeah.
1: And back in the day, too, like a lot of them were just like, and I think most of us think, too, and this is also what I think is interesting, because, like, when everyone thinks of licensed games, I almost always feel like they're thinking movies and TV, right. And less yeah. comic books, which are still licensed games, like you said, but it just seems like the comic book games are, I don't know. They're usually a little bit better. Um, though that's not always the case. Um, but the movie and TV games is just, that's where I feel like the quality is just all over. And then I also think of the heyday of the Game Boy Advance, right. Where like, making a game for that was not that expensive so they're no. just like, right but then you get games like the freaking Harry Potter uh you know uh Philosopher's Stone and uh or Chamber of Secrets Chamber and Secrets. the Prisoner of
0: Azkaban which I will yeah. die on that hill that is a great little RPG I love it I played it remember that was the game I played <laughs> I do remember you're like, I only enjoyed it so much because I was high. But yeah, still. exactly.
2: <laughs>
1: Let's not beat like, around the bush. This game's dope.
0: <laughs> oh, for everyone who's listening at home, Alex was like, I only enjoyed that because I was and then did the smoking scene. So Which like, I realized in it. a visual you, medium. You're high as that's balls. You'll like, we'll get it. Like, we're all frenzy. You it's are legal high as here balls. in Canada.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, well, I have to also say, though, the Chamber of Secrets um, PC game was also excellent those like 3d platformer type games where you go all over the place that was a great time man um and i i'm a sucker for the the spider-man ones um like most spider-man games in general have just been fun besides insomniac kind of killing it i mean we all remember spider-man 2 was like one of our favorites right there's a comic movie <laughs> fucking die-in game um but yeah i don't know yeah
2: and it then seems- you have, like, the tabletop-tying um, games, like Dungeons & Dragons mm. and Warhammer.
1: Mm. Yeah, man, talk about a minefield with those. I mean, though, you know, spoiler, we might be playing a Dungeons & Dragons game coming up. <laughs> um, sure. But, like, Warhammer is one where I remember looking through it, and that is such a minefield. Same with Dungeons & Dragons. Like, there, it seems there's like they're... Yeah.
2: There's some very good tips, but there's some very bad tips, too.
1: Yeah, it's just all over the place. That feels a lot like they're just kind of like throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks, you know?
2: Yep. Pretty much because Warhammer has seen like a lot of stuff according to what my boyfriend has shared with me. And there's like a total war game that it seems to be okay. There's also like these um, tactical like turns, like I don't know if it's supposed to be like XCOM or like Fire Emblem that you you take turns to pretty much, like, mm. the CMT enemy. And it also has multiplayer of all things. But then there's, like, I think there's some action games or something like that. And then you have, like, all these variety of stuff. And some of it works, but most of it doesn't.
1: Yeah. I also found the SNES era, which maybe this is... Kind of makes sense, I guess, with GBA as well, because GBA is just, you know, portable SNES, basically. But the SNES era had so many very, very competent um uh um tie-in games. Like they when I think about some of the games that I've enjoyed on there, like the Mickey Mouse games are really fun. There's like a whole bunch of comic tie-in games like Spider-Man, Venom and Carnage, um Lion King, Aladdin, right? Like all of these kind of platformers at the time that like kind of have nothing to do whatsoever with the actual movie (laughs) and are just kind of like, Mm -hmm. like I remember there was a Tarzan one that I remember playing a lot, I think on the game boy color actually. And it is very tangentially related to the actual movie, but it was just a lot of fun. And like, I guess really they, to me, it seems like they sink or swim on your affection for the license and then are yeah. they are they just playable at best, right? and then if they are, you're good.
2: <laughs> yeah, I remember I didn't play that era of times because I was too young for it and but I remember my sister my older sister telling me that she played aladdin and that my other sister used to go like up to the gems and after the collectibles a lot and died a lot because of that. But also it seems there was like another version. I don't know if it's the Lion King or Aladdin. Like between the SNES version and the Sega, the Genesis. Sega Genesis version, there were two different games. Or
1: bit, yeah. yeah, it was Aladdin on the Sega Genesis. Um, mm-hmm. I think the Lion King might've been a little different too, but I know Aladdin for sure was different.
0: And lots mm-hmm. of people will fight. And it was the Blizzard.
2: Sega Genesis version that um, re-released on the Switch with the Lion King, wasn't it?
0: The after the Disney Afternoon connection, yeah. Blah 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 blah. Was Disney that the Genesis Afternoon one? Connection. Okay.
2: Yeah. I'm pretty sure I it was. It. Because I remember warning my sister uh, about it. It's like it's not the game you remember. This is a completely different beast. No. <laughs>
0: version differences that's a whole other topic in and of itself i do want to shout out just on on warhammer uh, on youtube did a really good video recently talking about like how warhammer basically will just let anyone stick that name on their game um and how that's sort of a pro and a con versus series is like i think the example he uses is mass effect where there's like three games in a decade we mm-hmm. forget that Andromeda exists, but like three good games in a decade, and almost no other media besides, and, and the, the differences in those approaches. I think that video is well worth a watch. I thought it was really compelling when I watched it. Um, one other thing I'd love to talk on on licensed games as well is like a time frame thing, uh, particularly nowadays, because games do just take longer to make with that kind of graphical fidelity. Um, you have a very hard and fast deadline most of the time. Because the license holder will want the game to come out alongside the licensed products let's say the movie for example um I think one of the reasons that the mummy demastered was among the better licensed games to release recently and I suppose to 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 an extent also the aliens game that um Alien also made infestation oh, no infestation oh, okay because they they they're basically the same game like they're on the same engine they both play very very similarly um both of them were sort of shorn from deadlines. And also in the case of The Mummy, like it's a, a lower fidelity game that they've already got the engine for, so it's easier to to throw it together relatively quickly. Um, and I think that, that almost sort of is the exception that proves the rule in terms of just how much the timing throws things into the mix. And with all these kinds of games, you do hear um, in reports after the fact that You know, they didn't have time to finish what they wanted to. You can often tell in the finished product where corners were cut kind of thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, As a little addendum to our conversation about Aladdin, um, the Disney um, classic games collection, the one with Aladdin, Lion King, and the Jungle Book, it actually has both versions of Aladdin in it. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know if the one now, I think there might've been one that was just Aladdin and Lion King that might've picked one or the other, but I think they re-released like last year, I think. Or um it with uh with the three games and the you know, both of the Aladdins. So there you go.
0: That's cool.
1: Yeah. But also, to be frank here, fucking emulate these games so easy. <laughs> 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 just just being honest here, you know? <laughs> like not that hard. Um Yeah, yeah, no timing. Actually, you know, in the um in the Profound Waste of Time uh book, they have a really good interview from one way forward. Uh like a a developer there who did a lot of um, tying games and was actually talking about the experience with the tying games and how one of their favorites, I think was actually a Barbie game. They made (laughs) it was like really neat. Like they had a lot of freedom and were allowed to kind of go whatever. It's actually interesting. Barbie as a company seems like, like Mattel, like for them, they actually seem like they're very loose and like let people do what they want with the Barbie, uh, Branding like the new movie coming out from freaking Greta Gerwig, <laughs> which I can't I've got the for.
0: memes for that are phenomenal.
1: It's totally going to be a satire. Like, I know Greta. Oh, god, I can't wait! I cannot wait. <laughs> it's going to be that movie's going to be great. Calling it now, which <laughs> oh, movie? Uh, the Barbie movies. Yeah, there's a live action Barbie, a new Barbie movie.
2: Oh, I see. Live a live, oh my god. Yeah, but but hey, there's, here's the I deal though. The in
0: the trailer where Ken goes, it's Morbid time. <laughs> that's the best part <laughs> Greta Gerwig is directing
1: it and uh, she's the one who did Lady Bird and Little Women um, and she's actually writing it with no- with her partner Noah Baumbach um, Baumbach? Baumbach? I don't know anyway he's like the guy oh. who did Marriage Story and everything <laughs> anyway like there's no way this is going to be a straightforward Barbie movie and I'm very pumped <laughs> I hope there's a tie-in <laughs> game for that one <laughs> right not that there's its own uh, lack of it actually If you wanna watch something interesting, there's this channel who does um, like lost media stuff and did one on the Mean Girls DS game. Mean Girls game for DS, yes, I've seen
0: it. It's incredible. So good. She's
1: awesome. And there's this whole like era of like lost girl games um, that are all these tie-in games that are just so fascinating, especially for me, because like I don't I just you know I don't have experience with them, right?
0: No, I don't believe you. <laughs> that, and, and those videos are so well done because that girl went above and beyond like she was messaging all the devs she was finding people on linkedin she was emailing people Like just the amount of work that went into those videos was unreal
1: i started to it apologize that Someone is like, after all it, yeah
0: someone's like letting off
1: like firecrackers on my fucking road right now <laughs> like what is happening on the recording, if you hear mean it, girls," cock, cock, that's it. Yeah, Mean Girls! Oh <laughs> <laughs> um, I, yeah, can I really can't hear it. Though. Okay, yeah, it'll probably be picked up on the recording, so I apologize, listeners, but we're almost at the end. <laughs> um, with that being said, <laughs> should we move along to... How Long to Beat the Game? Um, this week, it's my turn um, to challenge oh. you two so let's see here. Let's get this randomizer open. Oh, I think this is pretty interesting. Um, oh, I know. We're going to go with Gears of War
0: Ultimate Edition.
1: Gears of War is Ultimate Edition.
0: Is that Ultimate Edition of the first game, or is that like a collect?
1: Yeah, Gears of War Ultimate Edition. Just the
0: first game. Just the first game. Okay. Yeah. The first oh, when you say this is interesting, I feel like my guess is just going to be way off base. You fully sowed the fear of doubt Sorry, in me. Sorry, I wasn't trying to do that. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And what is our bonus category, Alex? In addition yeah, to the I'm main main plus one hundred percent.
2: Thinking of that. Please give us something that we can save our scores with. Oh, wait, never mind. Where, what, where, no. oh
1: this is interesting i like this
2: that oh no because you
1: maybe could find this out but did you did you guys research this game at all yet already um, i'll be honest no i, I wasn't about to,
2: to open down this down. the steam page to or like the wiki page
1: okay well can you wait for a second <laughs> no, I, I went in raw okay, on okay, this okay. One.
0: <laughs> can you not yeah <laughs> i want you to tell me
1: when was this game released
0: oh Ooh, okay yeah that, whoa, what pla- what platforms is the ultimate edition available on uh
1: pc and xbox
0: uh, it's an xbox which xbox community. which xbox uh
1: pc and xbox one
0: xbox one okay, okay. i want the month uh, day and year because that's how we're gonna go
1: close uh, to
2: <laughs> month day and year oh my god
1: yeah, this is a fun one.
2: <laughs> I think I can guess the 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 year. The year.
1: Yeah, this year. The, the, the Spanish was coming in there a little right. Sorry. Like, That's fine. I've my bitch in. Okay. The, I think I have. Do I have both? Oh no, no wait. se
2: está escapando. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No comprendo. <laughs> oh, <my Spanish> escaping.
2: <laughs> i don't i'm not sure it makes sense in either language so don't worry
0: ah, there you go it's oh. like the cube like how long to beat the game gets to you it does messes with your head it does
1: um yeah i've got no idea um what that noise was out there. Like, honestly, it sounded like Firecracker's like, and I was like, what the hell is going on?
2: <laughs> you okay, really just... say it's gonna be like so made up for me. It's like, <laughs> yeah, this sounds about right. <laughs>
0: like, Mine are all in. I'm just watching you sweat, pal. Yeah, but I was just like,
1: oh, what is it?
0: Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> dun, dun.
1: i am
2: writing the times oh, okay <that->
1: my dog is looking at me very upset right now oh, it's it's well, just about our time for her to go out and have a play <laughs> she sleeps
0: podcast.
1: what
2: can 100% be though
1: that is the question tu- isn't it dun, dun, dun. Uh... Once you're done here, I'm gonna put them both on the agenda so I can
0: easily find them. <laughs>
2: what is happening? <laughs> okay, okay, are you, going, are you going? Okay,
1: I've got them. All right, here we go. So, um, first category. Uh, first category is main story. So. Rick has said six hours. Paola has said nine hours. The main story is nine hours. (laughs) So, Paola, there's one point for you. All right. Oh, no. (laughs) Rick's sweating now. (laughs) Main plus. Oh, no. Paola has said 14 hours. Rick has said seven hours. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that, that was bold. Main plus is 11 hours. Paula once again.
0: Oh, I already just missed that as well. I anyway. did
1: just miss that, yeah. So that's a 10 there for Paola. Okay. uh, 100%. Rick has said 20 hours. Paola has said 25 hours. The time is 30 and a half hours. Paola, clean sweep oh. on that.
2: Whoa. Oh, nice. Okay,
1: going into the bonus round, we are tied all 11 points. So... Bonus round here. Release date. Rick has said 6th September 2016.
0: I just wanted it to be 69, I'll be honest.
1: That's funny. You're both (laughs) interesting. Uh, Paula said September 15th, 2015. Ooh, okay. So, the release date is August 25th. 2015
0: paula has clean
1: sweeped this one wow that's a a comeback story right
0: there oh so going into game week three paula is two points ahead of myself and alex
1: yeah paula's leading in the pack right now this could this could be it paula you could you could come out here because is this the is this the full second round we've done of this I believe so. Yeah. 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 Oh, we got to do another run because this is so close. It's tantalizing. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh man, that's imp- I'm I'm amazed. Also, I guess we did just finish the game, like the game that was picked. So it might be a little soon to do another one now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Which means, though, that next month will be the deciding month. We'll find out what happens. Um, Don't
0: go anywhere.
1: Yeah. Who knows? Who knows mm-hmm. who will win next? Powell's position, positioned. Paola's in a good spot though, right now. Um, it is still anybody's game. Though. So tune in next week for.